Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is October 30th, 2022. It is the eve of Halloween. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. A spooky, spooky, spooky. Um, let's see. Sadly, I don't think I'm going to be doing any podcasting stuff Monday. So, you know, hopefully, you know, in advance, hopefully you guys have an amazing Halloween, fun times. If you want to make it spooky, make it spooky, kooky. Um, if you get a chance, you're listening to this, tell me your uh, costume. I'd like to know. I'm always interested in that. Um, I will say, though, more times than not, I'm not a big dress up guy on the day. Like I said, I'm not the spookiest guy. <laughs> um, you know, I don't maximize my Halloween. But um, what is it? I was technically Bandit Keith for Halloween. I did do one of those costumes. So there you go. You can check that out on um, some YouTube stuff I did for, what was it, Commander Conclave? Yes, yes. Um, check that out on YouTube if you like Magic the Gathering stuff and you want to see my cute little costume I did. But um, let's see here. No, no, I guess we can say some food stuff, because I went to a party. I did a little bonfire action. Uh, it turns out, less about the bonfire, more about the party, and that was totally fine with me, though uh, bonfire was there, for the record. I just didn't, like, you know, do the whole thing where you get some warm fire time. I was, um, well, I was a part of another bonfire, if you will. <laughs> but no, it was a really good time. I really enjoyed myself. It was nice to kick it with some, like, coworkers. Um... Yeah, it was fun. I, I had a good time. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Food, though. There was an amazing dip. It was super yummy. Like, it was like a queso-style dip. And then there was white chicken chili. Both were mwah, very good. And uh, also Rogue Beers. If you've ever had Rogue, it is an amazing beer. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. It's like the right kind of heavy beer, if that makes sense. I don't know. Uh, I want to say it's like a pale ale, um, at least like the stock normal version. Um, oh my god, I, it, I'm, I'm a fan, big fan of it. Uh, let's see, so I mean it was just all hit in the spot. Also there was like, I think biscuits from Lee's. I just kind of grabbed a couple and... and... <laughs> but um, yeah, that was, it was good. It was lit. It was fun. Good and lit. <laughs> uh, we can get into some news now though. Let's see, sadly... Yeah, I mean, there's, like, one silver lining in all of this that I got for you guys today. Sorry in advance. Um, Kind of bummer time. But um, we can start off with something I got from CNN. This is, like, an update update thread kind of thing. But essentially there was a a big um, crush that happened. You know, more or less just, like, a crowd surge situation that happened. And, um, let's see, what is the district called? Um, Itawan, um, but it is a, um, a nightlight district, um, you know, in Seoul, South uh, Korea, you know, just a lot of people came out and, you know, it's actually the top picture that I put in the thumbnail for the episode and, I mean, there's just so many people there. And I don't think the exact cause for, like, what, what sparked the movement that led to the, you know, the crush happening. But, you know, so far, the, the highest number that I have recorded so far is 
at least 153 people. So, you know, super sad. You know, people are going out to have a good time, enjoy their life. You know, I think we're all still feeling that that feeling of just like, man, like COVID sucked. And we're finally able to like go out like we used to, like really have fun and be normal. And then anything and everything can fucking just happen to you. And, um, you know, it's just like rough as fuck. But, um, you know, if there's any more updates, I'll definitely keep you up you know, up to speed on that, um, let's see, another one I got from Reuters, car bombs at busy Somalia market intersection killed at least 100 people, president says, so this took place in, um, Somalia's edgy, let's see, um, yeah, two car bombs exploded at Somalia's education ministry next to a busy market intersection, and it killed at least 100 people and wounded 300. Um, just really sad shit. Uh, let's see. I think that an Al-Qaeda group is linked to it. But essentially, um, well, yeah, Al-Shabaab. But they didn't actually come out and um, claim it on this one. But it's just kind of alleged uh, kind of how the action was kind of perpetrated it just kind of lines up to their modus operandi uh also i guess that they are known to kind of claim the minor attacks but if it's so high and like the casualties are really high then they don't claim them which makes sense in a way you know you you don't want to get so much publicity and 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 say it with your chest that you're doing these things that are killing people in this area that you're trying to control and later you know usurp the government of and then you're just it doesn't look good to do that you really can't say any religious kind of mo shtick bullshit that these these people you know these organizations went to try when you have such a high death count tied to you so they they try not to like i guess claim them but um you know people you know tend to just kind of connect the dots there um let's see but yeah i think yeah they happened at like two different points um and yeah, like I initially had saw yesterday that this had happened, and I was like, okay, it's gonna be bad. And then I, you know, got an update to see the number was just so much higher. So, you know, super sad, super unfortunate yet again. I, I I know I say that a lot on this podcast, saying it a lot today. Um, and I'm probably going to have to keep saying it, but um. I don't know. I don't think I've covered much in Somalia, so this is also maybe a good entry point for the podcast, I guess you could say. So maybe I can kind of do some more digging and diving, or see what kind of falls into my lap, and you know, go from there. Uh, let's see in some other news. I got this from Yahoo News slash the USA Today. Six people shot outside Pittsburgh church during funeral service program or funeral service for shooting victim. So, let's see, what is the name of, um, yeah, so, sorry, yeah, six people were injured, um, and it was in a, like, a shooting that took place outside, they're not sure if any of the, like, violence, like, came inside the funeral during, or inside the church during the funeral, but, um, yeah, I just, I can't imagine 
and, and that's the thing, like I said, I don't have all the details yet. I hopefully maybe can find some more information as, like, it kind of develops or whatever. But I know they've, de- like, detained two people of interest. They were detained late Friday. Um, but there's just not too many details in terms of, like, you know, why did they do this? Were they doing this, you know, because of the person who was shot or someone who was at the funeral? Um... Let's see, I did find the name. Sorry, there. Uh, John James Horn Horn Hornias Jr. Uh, oh no, he captured the moment. So I'm trying to think. Does it not have the name? Um. Let's see. I'm kind of spacing out here. Yeah, yeah. No, it was for him. So it was for him. Um, it was just captured um on a live stream, but um. Yeah, I just can't imagine you're at a funeral for someone who was already, you know, shot and killed. And then there's another, like, that's out of a movie. That's some, like, shit out of the wire. Um, it's really fucking a shame that this shit happens time and time again in terms of just the shootings and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. And I, and I, I really shouldn't take this article to segue into the, the subject I want to kind of segue into, but... It's it's crazy that that moments like this in terms of shootings, um, even too with the Pelosi thing, it's kind of been used in a weird way by the right. Um, there's a lot of talk about crime right now, and I feel like it's something that's definitely dominating the conversation um, in terms of like the midterm push. So a lot of it is the inflation, how the economy is so bad, how that's Joe Biden's fault, and then crime is so bad, and it's. Joe Biden's fault, and then all of these Democrats who are trying to do X, Y, or Z are just trying to make crime better. Uh, they're try- right, like, and I know that's a weird sentence, but that's more or less their long short is like, oh, well, this guy's like not, you know, he's doing cash reduction on bail or no cash bail or blah 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 blah. Like, he wants his criminals to run free on the streets. When really, you get into this person's policy, it's like, no, I just don't want poor people to be in jail, like over like petty crimes that don't matter like what are you saying like these things are getting completely blown out of context context and warped but when people are looking at stats and they're seeing all these shootings which yet again it's like conservatives do not want any kind of gun regulation or control but yet again they want to somehow you know stop crime i don't know how that works but you know whatever um oh, oh yeah 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 with the police they're gonna refund the police or extra fund the police which is something we do all the time but whatever whatever um i'm getting in the weeds here i I do think that it's sad that things like this are used as statistics to up the idea that crime is rampant and only conservatives can fix that um i think it's a bit odd not to say that like democrats have a good plan for for crime i don't think they do but it's at least more humane sounding i'll give you that we're not trying to just continuously just over flood a prison and say up oh, we fixed it we shoved it under the rug when really we need to actually work on like fix, like fixing the systematic issues um but yeah i know i've gotten way off topic here in terms of the shooting but um yeah i mean it really is anywhere and everywhere um like i said this is a church in pittsburgh um it is a destiny of faith church as well uh, the name of the church. Um, but yeah, super sad. And here is uh, the silver lining I wanted to get to. Uh, 
kind of just moving along here. Got this from NPR. The U.S. releases the oldest prisoner in Guantanamo Bay. So, uh, let's see. Saifula Paracha, who is 75 years old and was held in Guantanamo Bay for 18 years, has finally returned home. Um, the Department of Defense announced on Saturday. Um, let's see. He was a former businessman and TV producer and was arrested by the U.S. authorities on suspicion of affiliation with Al-Qaeda. Now, they get to hold you here in Guantanamo Bay. and They don't have to, like, process you and put you in a trial for anything. They can just have you on that suspicion alone, and that's it. You can just sit there in Cuba in a prison, you know, potentially <laughs> God knows what the fuck has happened to you in there. And uh, that's your life until they say otherwise. Um, let's see, I want to read this little stat thing they have here in the article when parachas re- with parachas return home 35 detainees remain at guantanamo bay according to the department of defense 20 are eligible for transfer and three are eligible for a per- for a review board nine others are involved in the military commission process and three detainees have been convicted now i imagine biden has said um He's in the process of reducing Guantanamo Bay and then hopefully in the future um, closing it, which is, you know, funny because when he was vice president and Obama was president, the play was we're going to close Guantanamo Bay. That was one of the things that I was super stoked to hear and was part of the reason I wanted to vote for him was, you know, I'm thinking, hey, Guantanamo Bay is going to finally get fucking shut down because that would be, you know, ethical. And then, um, you know, hey, maybe weed will get legalized. I was really uh, optimistic back then. But here we are, still open. But, I mean, I guess we're making quote-unquote steps uh, towards it. And hopefully we are, because there's just no reason for a place like Guantanamo Bay to be open. It is a just a drastic eyesore, in my opinion. And one of the things that um, I feel like internationally just is just a huge black eye on us. Like... How are we going to talk about people's ethics and how they treat their people, human rights shit, when we do this to, you know, people that we've captured, you know, in our own country? I don't know. It's it's a bit much. Not a fan. We don't we do not support Guantanamo Bay at Isaiah's newsstand. So you put that on the record. And if I get black bagged, you know where I'm at. (laughs) Let's see. I got one more to go. Sorry, I'm kind of just loosey goosey here. Pre-game was strong on this one. <laughs> That's a George Bush laugh at the end. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. All right. Um, this last one I got from Reuters. It's actually, uh, I guess you could say breaking news for today, you know, as I'm reading it. But, um, you know, I was doing my research on the episode. I was going to, like I said, try to keep it short, um, sweet. But this happened, and I was like, damn, got to definitely cover this. Oh, man, sorry about this. I got to. My little guy's still going. A little smoker. 
Breaks over. Come on. There it is. There it is. Sorry. Technical difficulties. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got this from Reuters. At least 60... <coughs> at least 60 killed in India Bridge Collapse. Um, so, let's see. I think, what does this take place in Mogadishu? I remember that being an important <laughs> name. Um... But yeah, but 60 deaths have been confirmed. Um, let's see, yeah, it's pedestrian bridge over the river in western ugh, in western Indian state of Gujarat or Gujarat uh, collapsed, plunging hundreds of people into water. Officials said. Uh, authorities said more than 150 people were on a suspension bridge. Over Machu River in the town of Morbi at the time of the collapse. So, strike the Mogadishu stuff. Let's just do the corrections corner right here now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's super sad when, like, just things like that happens. Um, maybe there's a chance that, like, hey, it could have been, like, something that is preventable. We don't know yet. Like I said, this literally just happened. I figured, hey, I'd at least put this up. If um, I get any updates, maybe I'll put it in a bonus. Maybe I'll cover it in the next, you know, free episode, what have you. Um, what is it? It does say at the end here. Man, I wonder where I got the Mogadishu from. That just kind of came into my head. My bad. Actually, that probably is for um, the, um, maybe the other thing. Who knows? I'm. That's, it's going to live in my head run free for couple days <laughs> but uh let's see yeah the incident comes ahead of elections in grajat which are expected to be held by the year end with current term of modi's ruling party um ending in february 2023 so um yeah that's more or less the episode guys sorry sorry i know it's a little bit of once again, a relaxed fit over here. We're kind of living in loose jeans. <laughs> you know, elastic banded. But it, hey, I appreciate you sticking here, hanging out. You know, like I said, it's kind of like a little bit of a leftovers episode, if you will. But um, thank you for running it all the way, if you have. Um, now I'm going to do a little quick shill, if you will. Uh, Patreon.com slash Isaiah News. If you would like to become a newsie, uh, becoming a newsie, besides obviously helping me out, supporting the cause that is this podcast, um, it makes you one of the gang. It gets you uh, access to extra podcast episodes, gets you Discord access. Let's see, what else does it get ya? Um, it gets you a shout out on the pod once a month, so I get to say your name. Maybe I cover like an extra news thing. You know, because, hey, I trust my newsies. I respect you guys. I'm not going to say you guys are, like, a source, but, like, hey, you shoot something my way, I'm going to look into it. I want to talk about it, maybe. So, um, yeah, think about it. Five bucks. <laughs> but um, other than that, let's see, free way to hit me up, the IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. And um, I'm all over social media, so you can you can pretty well find me. I'm I'm Googleable. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for sticking in. Hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.